Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles and the Fae are robbing you blind. Boo! I don't like Western. I bloody knew it. Very thief! Damn, Russell. <laughs> uh, I'm David Knight, your dungeon master, and I'm joined by the ever trusting Fate Marked Five. Say hi, everyone. <sighs> hi, hi. hi. <laughs> Shopping part two. When it bites you in the ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now before you attempt to get your stuff back, um, mm. we're actually going to let Fate decide the name of the horses. Um, so we've all put the we've put the suggestions from the episode as well as all of the things suggested in the discord into a big list and we're going to roll the dice to see what the name of your two horses are called come on the one i want come on the answer i Who's, want who wants to roll the dice i've got one ready in my hand go for it yeah grace, it, you got grace. It. all right good luck everyone please be good eight which is Pip and Lord Crumpet. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, yeah. so we're going to welcome Pip and Lord Crumpet to the party. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. That was a Discord suggestion. I give them two days before they burst into flames. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be that much worse when they die. Cool. Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> we should not get attached to animals in this show. Go no. on. No. Oh, oh, whilst you think about their inevitable end, uh, let's cue the theme. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and d20 Let's play D&D You'll have your character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blades Don't fail your saves No risk too great, no choice to roll Inside 
After a night's rest at Drake's, watching Enkidu sleep, the Fate Marked Five climbed aboard <laughs> their so new so wagon. <laughs> That's what happened. What? <laughs> That's what you're doing. You're all watching Enkidu sleep. Um, you climbed aboard your new wagon and set out toward Forlos Vale, trying to decide what to call the new horses as they went. Um, which we've now decided. Pip and Lord Grumpet. Huzzah! Huzzah. Huzzah. During the journey, you crossed paths with a travelling Eladrin salesman, Wester Merriman, who convinced you to spend money on various magical trinkets from his caravan. He also sold you a Volpertinger called Turnip, which was a hamster-like creature from the Feywild, before leaving you in peace. Now, employing his Quill of Comprehend languages, Orin was able to understand Turnip, whose real name sounded like wind rustling through leaves, <laughs> with Juna then affectionately dubbing him Russell. Ruana was not as impressed with their new companion, and for good reason. After an evening's heart-to-heart between Juna and Enkidu, Russell casually raided your belongings, stuffing into its mouth everything that the party had bought from Wester, as well as a number of magical items from Orin's backpack. Before f- and my ball bearings. And your ball bearings before flying away <laughs> in the dead of night. That was so dodgy. <laughs> Finding yourselves robbed, you decided to turn back in the hopes of tracking down Wester and retrieving your belongings. And that's where we pick it up. So my question for you all is, how long are you going to spend trying to find Wester? Because... Well, I do, I do have a suggestion. Okay. What if we send Ruana after Wester? How far can she be away from you, though? DM. <laughs> it's in the spell. She can go as far as she likes, I believe, but you lose cons- uh, yeah. like the connection yeah. after I a mile. She could, she could like right? Something like that. Uh, my, my, my idea is basically we send Ruana looking and we give her, I don't know, 48 hours. Then I got a stack of lavender in the tea caddy. I resummon her back and she can let us know if she's... Uh, found them or not and we can continue on our way to four lost fail is this a setup for a, for a hilarious like animal based one shot <laughs> oh my gosh Maggie <laughs> oh <my laughs> can go with her no because I can't just summon Aggie back <laughs> you wouldn't even need to do the lavender you'd just be able to summon her wouldn't you? Unless she died. Oh. Unless she died, yeah. Oh, yeah, I only need to do that if she dies. You can just ping her out of existence. Yeah. So this is this is my idea. That means we don't waste time looking for Yeah. <laughs> I like it. David, hmm. are there any obvious tracks on the path or any sort of indication about where this fey thief has gone? So... You were talking to him at around sort of midday the day before, and you have travelled for half a day in the opposite direction to him, and then rested overnight. Oh, for fuck's sake. And then in the morning have kind of, you've started turning uh, Pip and Lord Crumpet back towards where they are, but the road itself is covered in tracks from all the various carts and horse riders that have come and gone during that time. So you can't point out exactly which are his. Do want my stuff back, but I don't know how we're gonna follow him. Um, just as I like your suggestion, Juno. Just as another thought, I was thinking we could always stick our head back through the door at some point, or or maybe message Heron or 
or someone back in Vernal Rise in case he turns I up. I think he's there. like small fries. Like I don't think Heron's gonna like bother be like he's probably gonna be like, look, you got duped. It's your own fault. Move on with the mission. <laughs> well, assemble the consortium. We've been had. <laughs> Rally the Arcanists. There's a fake con man on the loose. Swindler must be caught. <laughs> I like your spunk, Orin. We could always send a message to the butler. Yeah, send a message to Neurum. That's it, Neurum. What about other people we know on the road? Uh, Deacon Fireheart Button. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he might be going around somewhere and probably would like a quest for and, vengeance. And Alfie. And, and Dwayne. Dwayne. You know what? Well, I think we should find the compass and, and summon Silith Valia, the greatest warrior that ever lived, to track down these bloody rogues. <laughs> and get our useless shit back. It's not useless. I mean, speak for yourself. But I mean, we, we had a whole day of buying useful stuff. In Vernox. I mean, <laughs> the problem is some of the useful stuff's been nicked as well, like the frosting, the anti-frosting. Should I potion? ask Ginger if she passes him to knock him out? <laughs> oh In three weeks' time. I know, right? Yeah, it wasn't just the things we bought that got went missing. It was most of Orin's stuff. Yeah. Unless you think Orin's stuff's useless. Legitimately, can you do your thing? <laughs> you do your thing without the things that was taken. I was about to say that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, yeah. It's just, it's just mainly the anti-frosting stuff. That's, that's the problem. The rest of it is, it's neither here nor there. But you've got, like we said, the, the, the formula, so to speak. I got the formula, but we're going to need to get our hands on some frosting or some of the algae stuff that Alfie mentioned. I think. Well, there's going to be plenty of people supporting Berrien in Forlos Vale, so I reckon there's going to be lots of frosting. That's true. Woohoo! <laughs> most likely be in the city. I'm happy to step up to the first person that looks like a drug dealer and ask them for some drugs. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> <but sorry. laughs> I feel like you can tell the tone of an episode by the opening five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Say it isn't so. <laughs> okay. Then I, then I think sending Ruana it is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is it worth me, and am I allowed to, change her into a Volpatinger for her to find the Volpatinger? Um, or is that not something I can do? Maybe turn her into something that like has really good tracking skills. So like maybe like a dog or something that could like sniff out like a mm. like a blood. What are they called? Like a bloodhound. Mm. Like one that Sherlock Holmes has got mm. with the big floppy ears. Yeah, yeah. A magical bloodhound that can smell fey creatures. Yeah, I'll say Volpatinger like itself it. because it's a fey. She wouldn't be able to take that form. Fair enough. But yeah, like some some other tracking flying creature. Absolutely. A tracking flying creature. Yeah, cover more ground. Mm. A goose. A goose. <laughs> it's not the most stealthy, though, is it? Oh. No. <laughs> Very on brand. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a hawk? Should I turn her into a hawk? Oh, hawk's good. Yeah, a hawk yeah. with yeah, big hawk. flappy ears. Okay. Isn't that... That's that's herbs and spices to do that, isn't it? It is herbs and spices. I'm going to start how, the clock on that now, the, the, the secret blend of Juno's herbs and spices. And spices. <laughs> Some, Please tell me some JF, JFC. <laughs> oh. oh dear. Right. Okay. So if we're sending Ruana back down the way we came, because yeah. we did turn around at the end, in the last episode. Yeah, you started back. So yeah. Do I'll we stop, have to three point turn? Yeah. Pip and three Lord point Crumpet. turn. Pip and Lord Crumpet. <laughs> what um, is the turning circle of Pip and Lord Crumpet? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, as for a trajectory, um, Fallos Vale sits at the top of Lake Aira. And if you're looking oh, for like... Someone knows where we are. I'm looking at the bloody map. Um, <laughs> um, if, or if you're worried about stuff, you mentioned algae. Um, I mean, like the lake will be, could be full of like certain materials you might find yeah. useful. Was it algae? Sorry, David. I might have just made that up. Uh, it was some uh, fungal thing. Okay. Wet place, mushrooms. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I must say, Orin, I'm glad because the enlarged potion went missing, didn't it? It did, yeah. I'm glad that that door has been enlarged before you lost that. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. It's now just a bit stuck where it is, but it's not in a bad place to be stuck, at least. No, I think I think we did a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess we can always take it out full size, but um, that feels impractical. Yeah. I'm sure we'll figure out a way how to make our own version or even yeah. learn a spell before we get back. Oh, yeah, I've got a few ideas. There we go. Orin says, thinking about when he levels up. <laughs> Good job. There we are. Um, we, uh, so so we're, we are three-point turning, travelling towards Forlos Vale, and we're sending Rowana in the form of a hawk back down the other way. Bye, Rowana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Can we say I've done the ritual? Yeah, like I can say, yeah, you're sat in the back of the yeah of the wagon, like you're still whilst like you're being moved. Yeah. So you can definitely just perform the, the ritual there. And should we say 48 hours? If she's not back, I'll bring her back or 72? 72. 72. Well, it's up to you. I mean, we're two days behind. Like after mm. a day, you'd probably want to give up, wouldn't you? Why not, why not give her 48 hours unless you need her back sooner? Yeah, but... yeah, yeah, fine. yeah. So, yeah. I telepathically let Rowana know this. She's very happy to go. Mm-hmm. And off she goes. Yes, and off she flies. Yeah, once um, you finish the ritual. She's obviously been listening to the whole plan and the discussion anyway. Yeah. Um, but she does. She sort of flies up, circles the wagon a couple of times, and then sort of takes off quite an altitude uh, back the direction that you had been traveling. Um, and you carry on. It's only about another, I'd say another days travel before you reach Fornos Vale. And in that one 24 hours, you don't hear back from Ruana. Okay. Uh, she hasn't suddenly appeared or anything like that. But you also don't get the sense that anything has happened to her, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's not like you go, oh, she's back in like the little pocket dimension or anything like that. So mid, mid-morning on the, uh, on the second day there, long before you even reach the gates of Fornos Vale, you can see that the city is silhouetted on the horizon in the distance. Uh, it's massive beyond the numerous farms that are dotting the wide fields in front of you it's a sweeping metropolis of towers behind 300 foot high walls oh my gosh Um, and with the way sort of you're sort of riding through like the the bouncing fields you can see the lake how did you pronounce it Daryl I quite like that pronunciation oh no (laughs) Aira 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 I like it so as you're sort of bouncing through the, the hills, um, you can see Lake Aira uh, shimmering in the sunlight sort of um, to one side of the city. As you approach the walls, you can see that they're lined with statuesque guards all stationed along the parapets. And the noise beyond the wall is almost deafening before you're even through the gates. Whoa. Oh. What, what kind of noise is it? Just the hustle and bustle of city life. 
Um, oh my gosh. There is uh, paved streets throughout, so the clacking of hoofs and, and creaking of cartwheels are just echoing everywhere. Uh, pedestrians are arguing with carriage drivers. There are hawkers bellowing out, um, trying trying to attract sellers and buyers to their wares, um, selling little trinkets and things. Um, there are patrols. Oh, should of- we go shopping, Enkidu? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There are patrols of guards barking orders, and just everywhere is quite crowded, especially near the gate. Um, you realise, as you've approached as well, that the wall that you can see, you're coming from the southwestern sort of approach, um, mm-hmm. that there are multiple gates along it. Uh, and you find yourself in one of the middly ones, which is marked out as Ashgate uh, above it as you edge in. What are you doing? Uh, find a place to... Um near an inn maybe to stable the horses yeah okay part the carriage we're, we're yeah. just traveling through yeah. right guys we were just uh, swinging by getting the lay of the land and then moving on right well there are spoons uh, oh yeah the spoons of course I think if anyone asks guys, how could we're you here forget? for the spoons <laughs> four spoons here there's four spoons here I personally have somewhere I would I would like to go um, during our visit here um, I think we could definitely do with investigating at the Arcanist Consortium. Perhaps they do a tour. Definitely. Open for visitors and tourists. Mm. Um, who knows? Um, of course, we want to find out what's going on with the political state. Yeah, uh, for right sure. Now, uh, yes. The yeah. Berrien and... Um, Timon. Timon Prevost. Timon Prevost, <laughs> yeah. Timon Prevost. So, um, I, also, I don't know, between the rest of you, you might have personal things that you might need to do here. I need to go buy some drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you do need to buy drugs. <laughs> I want to see if it's possible to speak to Timon Prevost, because Ooh. he would be Gilgamesh's brother by blood. Oh. So, I mean, he did ask, he did say, find a way to make contact. It would be helpful to us. Yeah, but... See if that's possible. Totally with you there, buddy. But just, just keep in mind, if you're him, and then a random guy comes up and goes, yo, you have respectfully bastard brother is living inside my head he's gonna look at you like you're a little bit not so straight uh i don't know there's a i've come to understand in our, from our recent adventure that just having the blood of the king in your veins means something and apparently i have it i still don't understand how it is that my friends are inside me but if erida is telling me that i have king's blood whether it's mine or not, like, what do I have a separate compartment for my friend's blood? What, what is that about? Well, like, I, I trust your judgment. I'm just saying, like, you know, just keep that in mind. Yeah, of course. Thank you. I feel like these things maybe aren't going to be just a passing through. We might need to be here a couple of days to, yeah, really find out what's going on and who we need to speak to. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, it'd be good to have a little bit of a snoop around. Um, yeah, and also, I, I mean, I, I, not that I want to necessarily listen to anything that that thieving Marathian snowball said but um there was a mention of visiting city hall potentially i don't know if that's worth the look around as well okay so we want to um set up shop we want to um go in various things and do, do a little bit of research on like politics one person could do that um i can find drugs um <laughs> i can find uh, drugs for you Oh yeah, and um, uh, and Kido could go and have a look. Are we splitting the party here, guys? 
<laughs> well, let's get settled first. Let's yeah. find out what's yeah. going on, yeah. and then we can start assigning jobs to people. Okay. Yeah, and then we can pair up. I suggest we pair up, given how big places. It's pretty big. Yeah. Uh, it would be nice to maybe stay together a little bit first, but yeah. just to get our bearings before we go off in different directions and get completely lost. I'm saying this for me, really. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree, Gwen. Is there a guard nearby, David? Um, yeah. There's a there, there are patrols sort of passing through. You notice a couple of sort of constable type looking folk stood on the corner just chatting away cool what you have noticed of the guards in this town they they're all wearing sort of silver breastplates which makes them very obvious um with antlers kind of like carved around the 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 chest um sort of slightly embossed carved like into it as as a design pattern uh good sir uh, excuse me um uh, we're, we're we're weary travelers and want to uh Pitch our tent in a in a in a lovely tavern nearby. Have you got any recommendations that um are you know good soft beds, plenty of ale? Uh, yeah, there's plenty of taverns around. Uh, you looking for somewhere cheap or somewhere mark your horses there or what do you what do you need? Yeah, preferably something with parking. You know, like you know, forty eight hours that sort of thing. <laughs> if there's like a ticket system or something, we can work out with that. Oh yeah, so, yeah. So um. <laughs> So are you new to town, are you? Uh, and he looks at Enkidu. Yes. yes. Yes, we are. All right. Uh, so uh, just to let you know, you're currently in Ashgate. Um, I'd say cheapest places, uh, probably you want to be heading over to Wrighton. Wrighton's probably pretty cheap. Or even if you want to head up more toward um, the Willow Gate, then you could uh, probably stop in Grent or Red Walk. They're both pretty, um, pretty cheap. Uh, and they'll have places for horses and stuff. With, what with so many gates this side of town? Red Walk and Gwent? Grent. 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 Grent is a completely yeah. Sorry, different thing. <laughs> As you know. Yeah. Um and um and uh, we're looking about for the uh, we're also um adventurers that are competing in the spoons. Um the oh, the, yeah. the Twain Tide Tea Tournament. Twain Tide Tea Tournament. I'm sure you've heard of it. Guys, how could you forget? I know. It's like it's been only, you know, a day. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like do you know any like taverns that are associated with this competition? Um, yeah, it's, it's, um, oh, I can't remember. It's the one that posh people hang out in. Um, it's over in Newford. It's, uh, uh yeah, over one of the, the bridges. The Noble's Nook or Good Company yeah, or the, the Fancy Forager? Noble's Nook, that's it. The Noble's Nook. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty expensive if you want to be staying there. Not, not my kind of place, to be honest, but, um, Newford. It's over, over the river. Is there anywhere we could potentially buy a map or um, is there a uh, an information centre we could get access to that information? Uh, I, don't, I mean, I don't know about a map or nothing, but um, <laughs> you might be able to pick something like that up. I don't know, City Hall, they've got some like historical information type pamphlet things. Ooh. Oh, and where's City Hall? We heard someone mention that as a good tourist spot. It's a, it's not too far from Newford over in the Vale, in the, in the main city centre. Okay, so we want to like go to like Wrighton, Red Walk, and Grant for like you know tavern places, and then we want to head over to Vale and Newford for like your maps and whatnot, and your yeah 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 tea tournament. Yeah, great. And then just out of interest, is Vale where like the city hall is and the Arcanist Consortium and all that jazz? Oh, so the uh, Vale's got the Lords Assembly and City Hall in it, um, but Arkenwell has got uh, the Arcanist Consortium. Arkenwell, yeah. Arkenwell, great. 
You guys probably could do with a map, couldn't you? Yeah. Yes, we really I could. think we could uh, get our horses in the direction of City Hall and then yeah. maybe... Simplest way, I'll be honest, follow this road right the way down. You'll reach a crossroads, take a right, uh, cross over the bridge there. Um, you probably want the cart bridge rather than the course bridge. Go with the cart bridge. Um, cross over there. That'll lead you through Trist and through Arkhamwell, and that'll lead you through... Then you'll... So we'll skirt Governor's Mile and you'll get to the Vale. Right, got you. But I, what I probably do actually, stop off at Wrighton, find a place there to to park up. <laughs> yeah, and then and then carry on. Great. So it looks like we can afford to play stay somewhere in Wrighton and then cross the river afterwards yeah. to get into the city proper. Yeah, that's very kind of you. Uh, what's your name, good sir? Uh, Malty. Malty, you have been a gent and a scholar. We much appreciate it. Thanks, pal. You're welcome. <laughs> David just holds up a bag of chocolates that we all know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed that. Taryl's head was down. He was doing notes. I was writing notes. I sorry. felt so strongly like you just made that up on the spot. Yeah, I was so that satisfied. Is good. That is good. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that as well. I'm so glad. Oh, oh dear. All right. Take care, Malty. Yeah, and you. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Malty. Welcome to the city. <laughs> right. I hope no one treads on him. We follow those directions. Yeah. Follow the directions, get it to right and find uh, an a inn with a stable. Yeah. Nice. Um, and yeah, as you travel through, you do notice that there are quite a few sort of drinking establishments of various kinds. Some of them are definitely bigger and slightly more hotel-like. Um, all of the buildings here are at minimum three floors. Jeez. Yeah. Um, some of them have extended even further above with, with like sort of small towers and, and things like that. But everything is much bigger here and just busier. And you can see why with the amount of people coming in and out of all of the buildings that they just need the space. So can you make uh, an investigation check to find uh, a tavern? One of us? One of us or... Oh, one of you with advantage, whichever, uh, to find a, a, a tavern to your liking. We'll say. Abracalad. It's a job for Abracalad, isn't it? Go on, Abracalad. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I'm answering to that name. <laughs> you know why. Oh, goodness. New dice have let with me advantage. down badly on this. With advantage. Yeah, I know. With advantage. Oh That's God. a 15. Okay. <laughs> it was a one and a seven. Sorry, for an African lad, that's <laughs> unacceptable. <laughs> that's unacceptable. <laughs> Don't make me make it a non-natural 20. <laughs> Flash of genius, the one into a 20. Sure, African lad. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, so you reach the crossroads, and it's actually sort of just further on as you start moving toward the bridge that you find a, a, a tavern big enough, and you can tell even as you pass that they're, they're stables are not empty but you can see that there is space uh for your cart so you rock on up um it's a place called uh feathers pillow <laughs> <laughs> when you have to make up pub names on the you're spot you're recording in yep. your bedroom tonight today uh David. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a vague reason for it okay um <laughs> that's all right you've walked past feathers market to get there so feathers pillow ah. <laughs> Makes sense, makes sense. <laughs> Hello, tavern owner. Please tell us why you're... It's on the back of the menus. No, the tavern owner's called Heather now. <laughs> <laughs> Heather at the feathers. Heather at the feathers. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, so you walk in and again, um, there are quite a few people already drinking, even though it's mid-morning. A few of them having an early lunch. Um, you get the impression that the, sort of, the people in here are probably um, like out shopping or... 
are just like having a socializing day more than that they're working in any way. Mm-hmm. But you do approach. Uh, there's a, a young half elf woman uh, at the uh, at the bar, uh, sort of braided brown hair, sort of classic tavern clothing, sort of a big apron across her, uh, uh, wrapped around her stomach. Um, but yeah, she sees you all approach. Uh, she's like, oh, hello. 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 Um, can I help with uh, food, drink? Uh, lodging, please, and uh, somewhere to stable our horses. Oh, certainly. How many have you got? Have you got a cart with it? Or uh, yes. yes, a horse and cart, two horses. They're called Pip and Lord Crumpet. Pip and Lord Crumpet. And uh, how long will you be looking to stay for? Uh, um, we're not 100% at the moment, maybe a couple of days. Yeah. A couple of days? No worries. You can pay day to day if you prefer. Yes. Yes. Sure. Yeah, we've got space at the moment. Uh, we had a whole bunch clear out from yesterday. Oh. Uh, so, oh. yeah, it's um, it'll be five gold for the day for the two horses in the cart. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah, okay, we can all cover that. Because some of us didn't spend our money on dumb shit. And will you be wanting rooms for the night or are you just looking to park them for the day? Um, rooms for the night would be... Yes, please. please. Uh, So how many uh, amongst the five of you? Uh, How much are the rooms? Uh, Well, we've got single rooms. They're a gold piece each, but we do do have a a room with six beds. They're they're bunk beds, but, you know, uh, six beds. uh, That's only two gold pieces for the night. Ah, bunk bunk beds? Bunk's fine. (laughs) Yeah, I'm fine with bunk beds. Bunk beds. As long as you don't mind if I take a bottom bunk. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's fine. I don't mind at all. You you. decide amongst yourselves. (laughs) never slept in bunk beds that sounds fun sorry what's your name heather yeah (laughs) (laughs) fine weather we're having heather in in this uh uh yeah well uh do you want you want drinks or anything whilst you're getting settled or do you want me to we'll get the lads to to take your horse and car out and park them up um i think we might i mean i think we might be setting off fairly quickly but we'll be back later i think yeah of course. Uh, can I just take a name? Sorry. Uh, so, I, just in case I'm not working. Oh, uh, Carhilda. Yes. Carhilda. All booked under Carhilda. Yes, please. Carhilda Thorne. Okay. She's paying for it all. <laughs> no. And Kiru puts like the five gold down for the stabling of the horses. Oh, that's kind of you, buddy. I'll put the other two down then. Thank you. All right. Well, you leave them with us, um, and we'll um, we'll keep it. We, like it includes feed in that forum, so. So you don't have to worry about uh, uh, you, anything that... You, we're not going to go raiding your stuff to feed the horses. No, of course. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you. All right, no worries. Well, yep, you just drop your name in when you come back and uh, we'll give you a key at that point, if that's all right, to the room. Sure. Oh, yeah. Prefer to keep the keys on site. All right. Um, cool. Thank you. Um, shall we have a little sit down, guys? Rest ourselves for a sec yeah. and plan? Oh, sure. Does anyone want a drink while we have a little chin wag? Yeah, actually. What does everyone want? What time of the day is it, David? Um, it's probably about 11 o'clock, I'll say. Okay. Um, Morning. Yeah, um, okay. Can we just have like a platter of like, uh, you know, your various vegetables and things like that? Like a brunch sort of thing? Maybe some tea? Oh, yeah. Some charcuterie? Yep. Whatever that is. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Yep. Do you want any cured meats with that at all? Or we've got some dried fish? Yeah, I'm a big oh, fan yeah. of the fish. All the fish. Yeah. Let's do that. Dried right. salted fish. Oh, yeah, pot pot of tea and a plate of charcuterie would be lovely. Thank you. Absolutely. And garlic bread. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cheesy got... garlic bread guy, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll see if they can chuck some cheese in it, yeah. I mean, there'll be cheese on the plate, but yeah, all right. Um, that'll just be tea for the table and the food. Add just another gold piece for all of that. That's right. 
Juna puts that across. No, 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 Juna, Juna, Juna. I'll, I'll do this now. Oh, thank you, guy. Good stuff. Uh, oh, um, friend. Sorry, can I? Do you have a? Can I have some paper and a pen? Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, sort of turns around, grabs a sort of scrap of paper from a like a baking sheet, sure. almost uh, hands it over. Um, gets a little bit, um, like almost like a charcoal pencil, and hands it to you. Okay, thank you. That's right. Um, I'll go get sorted. You go take your seats. We'll bring it all over to you. Sure. Um, as you guys go to sit down, a kid is going to step outside. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're munching away. Nom, 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 nom. I know. Is it? I'll be right back. <laughs> Won't take long. Um, second time I've ever used this DM. Um, mm. I'm going to use my character feature, uh, Criminal Contact. Ooh, fun. Yeah. So, um, however, we've not never established how this is done, but I somehow now know how to get word to someone I know to get me certain la- certain information that includes who's on the take, what criminal organisations are running around, mm-hmm. and yeah. Yeah, so I know the local messages, corrupt caravan masters, CD sailors, all that kind of shit who can div- deliver for me. Yeah. So maybe I get a whiff of someone looking like, hey, you know, I slip them a gold and they can probably run a message for me or something like that. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I won't even have a check for this. Like, you kind of, you wander outside, spend a moment just watching a few people passing. And from where you are, you can see that the road carries on toward a bridge. Um, and so there are quite a few travellers back and forth. And you just catch sight of somebody... Who 100% is a pickpocket. <laughs> they are not hiding it very well, but you're like, there we go. There's a nice low-level criminal that you can approach and talk to. Okay. Sort of a yeah, young girl, young orcish girl. Sort of, uh, sort of britches and jerkin, high, high boots. Mm-hmm. But the kind of thing that she is ready to run at any point, but also looks very normal. Okay. Um, hey, um, let's have a word, my friend. Sorry, you're right. Can I help you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just want to offer you some very easy work for two gold. Won't take you long. I mean, I'm not that kind of work. Oh thanks. no, no, no! I just want some information. Just see who's who, who's running what. Okay. Uh, yeah. Got a particular interest in uh in powder, and see who's running it through the city. So, um, if you don't know, you can find out, and you can send word for me. Here, at the uh, feathers, feather, <laughs> feathers pillow, the feathers, feathers, <laughs> feather pillow. Yeah. <laughs> just information. Yeah, just information. Who's running some powder? And uh, I don't necessarily want any. Just want to know if there's any around to be around to be had, and where I can get some. I mean, you're going to be dropping me some coin though, first, aren't you? Um, a flicker of gold. She takes it and she just says, well, our six-sided friends are in town, if you're interested. That is interesting, yeah. Would you like to be introduced or is that enough? Oh, I think that's enough for now. Um, There'll be more work for you if you're interested, yeah? Okay. And the Feathers Pillow you're at? Feathers Pillow. Well, I'll be around. Okay. I work around here. Sure. All right, I'll keep a lookout. Sort of slow nod. Sure. <laughs> and the just like, Homer Simpson's back into the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. And just like That's that, for now. he was gone. <laughs> he was gone. <laughs> Don't want to 
make any hasty decisions with that group again. Um, <laughs> and Kino burnt down the city. <laughs> Why does it smell of smoke? <laughs> and Kino, can you smell burning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Kino would join the others. So yeah, by the time you've gotten back in Kidu, um, yeah, the teapots, uh, a couple of teapots have been bought out and um, a little wooden tray of, yeah, different sli- sliced meats, little pickles, uh, selection of cheeses, um, slices of pepper and uh, cucumber and things as well. And and some cheesy garlic bread. Yay! Uh, I'll let you have that. <laughs> okay, so, oh, this is really good. Um, okay, guys. So, really good. So, uh, Dig in and Kidu. Delicious. Yeah, sure. And he'll tentatively take a cheesy garlic bread and like. Oh, that's a good piece. That's a stringy stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was going to suggest, and we got like things we want to do. Like, um, my suggestion is this: that um, Orin, you might find it interesting to go to the Arcanist Consortium, and I don't mind tagging along. Definitely. Maybe like um, and Kido and uh, Juna, you could go check out like maybe like what the political landscape is, like any information you can grab there, and um. Uh, uh, Kahilda, you said that you wanted to go and do something for yourself, right? Uh, yes, I'd like to find out where the House of Decorum is. Oh, that's here. Yes. Sorry, Daryl and Enkidu both answered that. <laughs> <one sentence>. <laughs> <laughs> I know, <Ooh>. right? Dish. <laughs> dish, dish. Spill the tea. <laughs> Spill the tea. Um, Did, didn't Heron say something about an arcanist accessor? Huh? Wingthrup. <sighs> Who is regularly at the consortium in Four Lost Vale? Oh, as per episode fifty-two, we could go up to her and be like, "We're long lost cousins!" Huzzah! Uh, Give us some money. I wonder if it might be safer to go to somewhere like the consortium altogether, just in case. It it might be sensible. I'm. I mean, I'm keen to go there. Definitely. Ah. Uh... And if also part of keeping our cover whilst we're here, if we do want to go and find out about spoons or not, or we can tell people we are, I don't know, if we want to. Yeah, that was near the consortium, was it? The the, the Noble's Nook. Noble's Nook, yeah. Noble's Nook is in Newford. And it is in Newford. And the Vale is where like all the city like magistrates. City Hall, and Lord's Assembly. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I would certainly like to know where I am a bit better. Uh, it's all yeah. very overwhelming. There's so many people. It's so big here, busy, which is, is very exciting. But I, I'd like to know where I am a, a little better before I go off on my own. Okay, so why don't we do this then? We all go to the Vale and then we split the party there. Some of us go to like um, the Noble's Nook and some of us go um, and check out like the Lord's Assembly. That sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, the only thing with those spoons competition is it might be useful for us. Oh, to be there. Oh, yeah. I just meant to like research it to find out like uh, okay. what the gist is. Yeah. Or do we all go to the same place at the same time? I don't mind. When we have a starting point where it's all together. Yeah. Personally, I I would just like to stay in a bit more of a group to start with, whilst we get our bearings, and then and then split and go different places. But it's it's just it's very exciting. But it is it's so big, and Gwendolyn's kind of been like looking kind of starry eyed out of the window for most of this. She's not really touched the charcuterie. She's just kind of like. <laughs> She's always wanted to go to a city, and now she's just finding it a bit overwhelming. Aww. Mm. Aww. Um, do we recognise mm. this, David? Uh, this what reaction from Gwendolyn? Like this, this uncomfortable, like 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 the sort of overwhelmed sort of sense from Gwendolyn. Um, insight make, check. Make an 
I was going to say, make an insight check. I think it's quite check. obvious. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Juna would definitely know what Gwen's attitude is right now. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why she's basically agreeing with everything Gwen is currently saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. I rolled a um, an 18 and my insight is uh, uh, six. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's like, yeah, you can even... If Gwen is trying to like sort of keep the anxieties down a little bit, you a hundred percent are picking up on it, and probably even like you can almost pinpoint exactly what it is mm. whenever like someone rushes by or like shouts outside without her even having to like make a big reaction. You are incredibly aware of all of the little things that seem to be uh, worrying her. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then like it's going to be better if we're all together and then we're all like going to the information center to get like all the all the all the all the goodies of where where things are cool okay yes. yeah yeah, yeah. No, i'd appreciate it. thank you yeah. um also if we can keep out an eye out for any uh, posters that look like me and oh, oh good also God. maybe crowd around me sometimes just in Orin case. has a quick look around the post for the posters in in here <laughs> Uh, make an investigation check. Oh, natural one, guys. Oh, natural one. You, no, you can't see. Gwendolyn uh, like, is anxious. She's looking as well. Yeah, yeah. You, you make another check as well. Okay. Yeah. Orin looks around, gets distracted by the table next to them who are having a very <laughs> animated chat. <laughs> uh, investigation or perception? Uh, investigation, I'd say, because you're specifically looking for okay. it. Eleven. Um, uh, there's no notice board in here. Um, as you, I'll say it's, it's a slight retroactive as obviously it would have been on your mind as you were travelling in. Yeah. There are like notice boards occasionally throughout the city, quite often on street corners and things. But again, from quick looks. Yeah, we were on the cart as well. So like she didn't get an in-depth look. Yeah. Like, but even from those, you haven't seen any. You saw a couple of wanted posters, but none with your face on. Great. Great. Lovely. Still overwhelmed by the city and worrying about that so yeah yes uh, to the the, the veil uh, that city hall let's get a map let's do it yeah it's sure. great idea and we march out Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. And the most important update is that our wonderful Chris Watts is getting married. Well, by the time you hear this, he will be married. So um, a massive congratulations to the newly married Chris Watts and his beautiful bride. We're also keeping ourselves very busy with shows. As I've previously mentioned, we've got Comedy of Errors with Vicky and Daryl, which is about to open. So we'll open the very day this episode comes out. It's looking fantastic. I've been doing the costume, nearly finished. My fingers are nearly falling off with the amount I've sewn. David's music is sounding incredible. It's going to be one hell of a show. They're touring for months all around the south of England, so do go and check them out. It's going to be a good one. You can also check out Taming the Shrew, which David did music for, I did costume for, and other shows. Well, we've got, of course, I'm still in Moulin Rouge. Yes, I know I've been in it for a long time, but I will be in that till the end of August, and then it will actually close. So, if you've been dying to come and see it then this is the time there's also dragons and mythical beasts yes Ben will be going to Edinburgh with that this summer so if you're going to find yourself up in Edinburgh seeing loads of shows and enjoying the festival then do make sure you go and say hello to Ben and go and check out the show because it's brilliant so with uh, that being said I've got a wedding to get ready for 
It's going to be hot, listeners. So, crumpets, make sure you don't get too toasted. Keep yourself well protected from the sun. Stay hydrated. We love you. We care for you. And we can't wait for you to hear more of this very exciting arc in Forlos Vale. That's enough from me for now. Let's get you back to the city. You finish up your food, head out into the busy streets. <laughs> you, as you're travelling through, you cross over... You know the first bit of the journey. You're like, we have to go over a bridge. Great. Um, and you start crossing <laughs> over the closest bridge and like sort of looking up and down the river, you can see that there are four or five bridges along it that you various people are crossing over. But as you reach the other side, can you make an investigation check just to see if you can keep on track as to where you're going? Who's going to do that? 20. Dirty 20. Oh, wait, actually, investigation is intelligence isn't it yes so that's probably an 18 <laughs> yeah. i rolled a nine, natural 19 so it's 18 18 so that's enough that is enough thank you um so yeah initially it is like winding streets going in every direction and you're trying to stick to sort of the main like the the main thoroughfares the the, the wider uh roads but even those occasionally narrow so that it's harder to, to figure out where you're going it's only that as you are moving more toward the city centre that you can see some incredibly large buildings that have space around them. Uh, the first of which you reach is the Arcanist Consortium. Mm-hmm. It's almost got its own little wall surrounding it um, and there are sort of 50, 60 towers in this Whoa! one block. Um, all, Almost every single one unique in their own way, climbing and like trying to beat each other on which is highest all different colors different types of uh, construction and stonework it looks incredibly eclectic but at the same time quite impressive but you you clock it you're like okay we're if we're near the arcanist consortium we've got to be heading in this direction and between the arcanist as you sort of travel around uh, the outside of the the consortium there is another large main road this is behaved red interestingly but it's very wide and it leads directly to the Lord's Assembly. Uh, It takes you probably about half an hour just to walk down it. Um, But as you reach the Lord's Assembly, it's a much more structured redstone building uh, that's that's built um, probably as big as the Arcanist Consortium, if not bigger, of about six or seven stories high. Again, a few towers here and there. There's a large clock um, tower in one corner. And you're like, okay, well, we've reached the Lord's Assembly, so we must be in the Vale, wherever that is. Um, now we've got to figure out where City Hall is. Um, and so you ask a few people, ask around, walk through a couple of little parks, um, and eventually come to almost like a Tudor-esque style building, like sort of exposed timbers, uh, white, uh, painted white between them. And again, this is like a, this is larger than the Vondel's Manor, uh, and of equal grandeur. But it very clearly states that it's City Hall outside. Is there anything that looks like a um, modern, uh, like a, a D&D equivalent of an information centre? <laughs> <laughs> like an information centre? <laughs> like, a, like a visitor's uh, information centre, yeah. Um, not specifically. The, the wide, large doors of City Hall have got people coming in and out. Um, and not everybody travelling in looks to be official. There are normal-looking folk sort of trundling up the steps to get through these wide doors. Yeah. Yeah, and if anything, the, um, 
those that are in more official robes and uh, suits traveling past uh, don't really pay them much mind, so you get the impression that it's absolutely fine for you to walk in. Let's have a look. Yes, let's have a nose. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you climb the steps, pass on into a, a large foyer, and there is uh, a, a desk in the center of it, uh, a round desk with uh, sort of five or six people sat there, um, all chatting uh, to queues of people that are, are approaching them. You join the queue, and it's not too long before before you reach uh, a young human uh, boy. I say boy, young man. Um, sort of stubble on his face, short cropped brown hair. He's wearing uh, the same uniform as all of the others. Sort of like, uh, almost like uh, shoulder pads and <laughs> his like sort of pressed out lapels. Um, but he, uh, he sees you approach. He says, uh, good afternoon. How may I be of assistance this, this fine day? Um, we're new to the city. Uh, we wanted to come here first just to get see what the news is about the city um what what's uh, if there's anyone sitting today any petitions or any news any business that's being handled in city hall anything at all that help us learn more about the current state of affairs of course um well if you're new to the city congratulations on making it to the city center that's uh, tricky <laughs> enough as it is i'm sure it was indeed thank you <laughs> um as for news, um, are you here for for work, for political reasons, for the tournament? Are you here for leisure? Oh, the the tournament, the tournament, uh, the tournament yeah. and also current politics. Um, of course, the the succession um, as well. We like to stay up to date. Um, well, the uh, the political landscape uh, is always fun. Uh, obviously, with the Lords Assembly here, laws are always being made. Um, many meetings between the Lords heading into each other's uh, abodes. And obviously, um, you are welcome to uh, offer up anything that you'd like uh, for them to consider. But of course, it's highly unlikely to be brought forwards. Um, as for... Um, well, the succession, we do have both Lord Berrien and... Uh, Prevos in town. Uh, Lord Berrien uh, has his estates here and is is um, well. He's very kind to the people, and uh, I believe. And and Prevos is, I believe, he's doing a tour of the districts um, and causing all kinds of drama. Oh, <laughs> That's interesting. oh. and I would like to detect thoughts on a surface level to just not ask this person what they really think and to hear what they think. Please! We can hear what he thinks. Yeah, they like Lord Berrien. I want to know if he's frosted. I want to know if he's got to say that about Berrien. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so... Yeah, the surface thoughts are interesting. They... There is definitely a party line that Mm -hmm. has been... Sort of uh, uh, as they're uh, even as they're saying it, they're they're like, and here we go again. Somebody mm-hmm. else asking about Berrien and Tan Prevos. You get the impression that they don't care either way, but that Berrien has been praised by their bosses, but Prevos is causing protests. Mm, I see, and uh, they kind of look down uh, at a list and they say, um, "I believe he's scheduled to speak in Mildock today." If you are interested, okay, that is very helpful. Prevosis, yes. Is there like a is there like a map or anything you could you could um give us that would help us find our way around the city? Of course, yes. Um, 
sort of ruffles around uh, through a drawer, pulls out um, a sort of a, a very simply drawn map of all of the districts and the city and sort of any landmarks, uh, which I will show you now. <gasps> so cool. Yeah, they pass you this, uh, this, this map, um, which proves how big the city is. I, I mean, I, I haven't counted it, but there are lots, lots of districts. Oh my goodness. That is loads. Mm. 40. 40 districts. 40, of dist- 40 districts. Me. Yeah. Um, so it's a busy place, um, but there are sort of, like I say, the, the main landmark in each one has kind of been marked out. So, uh, like, the, the consortium is there, the uh, Lord's Assembly, obviously. Um, certain things like uh, the, the, the local prison is, uh, which gates, the name of the bridges, all of those are kind of marked on the map for you. Okay. Um, could you tell me where I might find the House of Decorum? Oh, yes, of course. Um, I believe that is in the Wolfwood. Wolfwood. We, I, can I get him to mark it on the map? Mm. Uh, yeah, sort of stands up with a pencil and like puts a little, does that thing where they like sort of circle an area yeah. and you're like, could you stop drawing <laughs> on my map, please? But they're yeah. like, with a really it's over crappy there. biro. Yeah. yeah like upside down of, yeah. so it doesn't quite make sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark's on the House of the Quorum for you. Okay. okay. Yes, sir. And would you happen to know, uh, as we mentioned, we're here for the tea tournament as well. Uh, I, I, mm. I know one of them's happening in uh, the Noble's Nook, but do you know where the other three spoon events are happening um so i don't actually know where the challenges are happening but the nobles nook are the organizing tavern okay. um and yeah marks on in newford exactly where nice uh, again with one of those like scribbly circles <laughs> um and you'll you'll find the nobles nook just here there you are can i help with anything else at all is is Mildock? Or, oh yeah there it is down the bottom Mildock. down the bottom Mildock. yes toward the lake lovely thank you would you happen to know Whereabouts Lord Berrien tends to stay? Where do the lords kind of reside? What part of the city? Um, quite a few of them reside in Plumebridge, uh, though I'm not entirely sure exactly where Lord Berrien's estate is. It's somewhere between Plumebridge and Stagrovia. Okay. Thank you. That is helpful. Be nice to explore, see how the other side live. Mm. Of course, of course. Obviously, uh, if you're willing to show support, um, he does work daily from the Lord's Assembly. So I'm sure he'd be happy to hear the people's support of him. And Kiri returns the same smile without the smile that doesn't reach the eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Back. Sure. Um, Inside check. (laughs) Oh. Go on then, make your charisma check, please. He's going to go dark. This has been a while. He's going to go dark. Yeah, it's been a long time. So, um, plus my charisma, right? Mm. Um, that should be a dirty 20, I believe. Oh, nice. Oh. Um, so, yeah, as you kind of like pause for a second um, and just sort of sit yourself back into that space inside of you, um, you get the uh, the comforting sense of Gilgamesh mm-hmm. moving forwards. And whilst he's not um, appearing in front of you as he has done before, uh, you get the sort of just the feel that the two of you are stood beside each other watching uh, watching the situation. Oh, I'm so glad you're here still. Yeah, 
How are you holding up? Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Different? Pretty different. Oh, no. It feels slightly more disconnected. Is that... <sighs> yeah, it does make sense. Yes. Um, how, how are you doing? I... There's no easy answer to that. I'm... I feel like I'm many different people at once. Um... It's, it's it's hard to remember that I'm still me, if that makes sense. All that's gone on. Mm. Um, I've been... I don't think I've dealt with it well. I've kind of just put, you know, I, we, died. I'm trying to put that in a box for now because there's so much to do. But um, it's... I'm, I'm struggling. I've got to admit. Yes. It's a... Uh... It's hard to describe. We, it feels different, but it doesn't feel like anything has changed. Right. We, we all sit as we do. We can still see you as you are. Erida isn't necessarily getting in the way of any of that. But uh, I don't know, Kai. She hasn't tried to speak to you, has she? No. Maybe she can't. I don't know if she can. Good. We're almost separate from your body, if that makes sense. That does make sense. I'm really helpful for whatever has to come next. Hmm. And that's one bit of privacy that we can get. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Goodness me. Yes. How can I help you? All right. I'm going to put something to you. And mm. you may or may not like it, but what if there was an opportunity to dispose of Berrien soon? I mean, that's bold. <laughs> yeah. We don't often work in, uh, in the light in that way. <laughs> but if the opportunity arises, I, of course, would not dissuade you from, from trying it means a lot if they if we're going to get you on that, onto that throne we're going to need an ally mm. and Prevos is technically brother by blood from the sounds of things and um, I don't have anything to offer him yeah I don't have anything to offer him in terms of like allyship alliance but a competitor out of the way and one who is poisoning the people that he intends to rule. Yeah. That could be a pretty sweet olive branch if it can it can be pulled off. We know the hex are in the city. We know that the powder being um, the frosting being dallied about the country is connected to him. Cut the head off the snake, maybe pave the way for a big push in our gains. This could be an opportunity. Do it. If you can get close enough, I think that will shake things up enough for us to... Well, as long as Favor doesn't swing back in Prevos's direction because of it. Yeah. Though the option is, of course, to make it look like it was Prevos's fault. Oh. Okay. Something to think about. And that could mean 
if if we're going to swing that way yeah something to think about and also could forestall me making contact with him if we're going to put the blame at his feet because then he would know it was me and then we'd have an enemy yes <laughs> and the connection breaks <laughs> holy shit <laughs> <sighs> Um, <laughs> Kido will just cough. So yeah, you kind of you blink in that sort of like secondary conversation, um, and you're back in the queue again with everybody else. So, um, everyone, um, what do you want to go now? So I guess, I mean, the question is now: spoons or consortium or ah, uh, try and see if we can hear this speech. Down in the uh... Have we moved away from this person yes, that's been helping us? I would not have <laughs> this conversation in front of okay. them. Good did, they, did they tell us what <laughs> time? Us. Did they tell us what time Prevost was talking? No. They said the afternoon. Do you know what time before we leave? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, madam. Can you just hang on, move out, back out the way? I know you're in the queue, but like, come on, just give us a second. What time was that talk? Did you say? Do you mind? I was halfway through a question. I don't know. He makes his own schedules. Okay. Thank you anyway. Just wait in the crowd and he comes out eventually, I believe. <laughs> and there was like kind of a look of disgust on their face as he like <laughs> asked the question and move away. So sorry, madam. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be cool if we could go do the spoons and then go and do like one of the spoons and then like go and go to the speech thing. But we don't know if it's like yeah. early afternoon, late afternoon. It's like 11 o'clock now. Uh, David, when we passed the t- uh, clock tower, what time was it? Um, probably edging on toward like one, half one. Mm, I think we're already getting into the afternoon. We might need to make our way to Mildock now. We might get lost and, and then perhaps we can head back to Newford in the evening. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, depending on how long it takes. But uh, we could also find out stuff from speaking to Prevost's supporters, perhaps. Oh, that's yeah. true. Our friends yeah. might be there from the uh, caravan. Yes. Yeah, let's head down. To the mill dock. Oh, look, the mill dock. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, as you, um, as you head on out, uh, with the map in hand, it is suddenly so much easier <laughs> making your way around the city. Um, Such a good invention, Maps. And so you just, yeah, you, you, it kind of, it, it relaxes you. It means that you start enjoying the the architecture enjoying the the random little statues and and odd little details and and funny shop signs that you pass it takes you probably about another half hour 45 minutes to reach Mildock. just out of interest baby david are we going through temple green on the way that's what i was going to ask you are you um would you prefer to sort of head toward the river and follow it round or just sort of straight line it down toward Mildock? i think probably we straight line it down through Governor's Mile, through Tillpot, through, like, just follow that main road thoroughfare, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Unless you wanted to go through Temple Green, Oren. No, I was just curious what temples there were. Don't know. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to know uh, who or what people worshipped. I'm assuming those are just the main roads and there will be lots of other little roads and stuff that aren't marked on the map. Oh, yeah, like, no harm. Yeah, let's make our way through Temple Green then. Yeah. And then we can well, yeah. just get around the edge anyway on the way through. Cut through some of the smaller yeah. roads to get to Mildak, yeah. yeah. We, as we don't know what time he'll be speaking. Can the walls still be seen from where we are? The walls? Yeah. Um, well, occasionally, uh, obviously, they're, they're just blocked by the, the size of the buildings around you. Mm. Um, 
but even from uh, where you are, sort of the the central part of the city is slightly raised, um, mm-hmm. slightly higher than than um, the spaces to either side. So from where you are, like you can see across the rooftops almost of 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 the eastern and western sides of the city. Yeah. Uh, so yes, you do have a view of the wall. Okay. Of the walls. I wonder what they were designed to keep out. No, or keep in. This is maybe nothing to worry about for now. But like, why do? Why build a city within walls? I mean, it's going to get cramped. Population's only going to grow. What happens to those who can't afford to live somewhere because there's no space? How does the city expand if the walls are this big? Take however long to build. Isn't that just a defensive measure? Yeah. Yeah, like we like we would maybe like pass. I don't know. We didn't pass it particularly, but that would be like you know, um, housing outside and. You know, they would expand that way, and then during times of like civil unrest, they'd retreat back again to the into the walls. Yeah, it looks like they expand up as well. Like looking at these buildings, we got big walls like that as well in um, in uh, Fain Hatha. For real? Yeah. Um, David, I would have Gwendolyn would have done a lot of reading about Fallas Vale um, mm-hmm. when she was back home in Pryden. Um, can I do a history check? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a 16. Ooh. 16, yeah. So, um, you know, during the um, the mortal uprising, way back before Dravain was even a country, that this was, or it became a, a stronghold of, of Forlos, of the, sort of the, the mortal rebellion. Um, and the reason it's called, like, it actually, it used to have a, an elvish name that you can't quite remember, but it's called Forlos Vale because after winning, people would come here, take their hats off in respect for Forlos, um, sort of the leader of the rebellion, and sort of pay their tithes. And also any, any ambassadors trying to come in from Eiland would have to come to this city, uh, which is partly why it's, it's sort of defended, because for a short time, it was like the the pinnacle the 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 furthest forward city from from the south but that the elves would quite often attack Mm. Gwendolyn kind of recites all of that information sounding really intelligent as she does it Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. and in and in the in the long time since then um obviously the the sort of the border has moved that much further so the walls have remained but the danger kind of isn't there anymore I see unless a giant was to rise from the deep and Kick a hole in the wall. Well, you know, I mean, yeah. Sure. Yes, Enki do. <laughs> Any, anything could happen. They could well be in the walls themselves. Sure. Giants are real, Enki do. <laughs> or like a big giant lizard um, that shoots lightning out of its mouth. <laughs> the dead rising is also quote unquote real. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe giants are real. Let's not bring up flames and floods. <laughs> oh my God, Godzilla is real. Oh look, Mildot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Temple Green. If you are kind of yeah. uh, skirting the border of it, um, it is a slightly greener space, a, a slightly greener district that you can see. That there are quite a few more open fields and things in it. Um, it's almost sort of presented as a park. But from the notes that you've got on the map as well, the other places that are marked on there are religious institutions. Uh, there seems to be a temple for each of the four gods mm. uh, that that you are welcome to visit. Essentially, 
uh, but they all exist within the same space around these same open greens. Gotcha. Uh, cool. Right. Mildock. Yeah? Mildock itself, uh, there are quite a few. This might surprise you. Mills. Hey. And. Docks. Uh, docks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's very much uh, like a working part of the city. There is um, uh, warehouses. Uh, there are people tra- uh, carrying like massive carts of uh, flour and and other things that are milled back and forth. Dust, <laughs> dust. <laughs> sawdust. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> Not a miller. Um, oh, that's a good point. Grace as a miller. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Do you know what? Um, I know nothing about whether my ancestors were millers, but I assume they were. Hmm. Um, but I, I have been uh, spending a bit of time getting to know the windmill in Brixton, which is really cool, and I encourage people to go visit it. Hmm. Oh, There's well, a, like it's still like a. They still even make some flour with like old machinery, not. Like it's like steam powered sort of thing, oh. not steam. It's electric now, but it would have been steam powered back in the day. Oh. Okay, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. interesting. It's completely unusual, mm. unuseful talent uh, tangent. Um, but let's <laughs> <laughs> say not an unuseless a useless talent. Like it's fine for people oh, to yeah, no, know how to mill. People, like mill <laughs> it's away, <really> mill away. <laughs> yeah. And it makes sense that, like, near the Temple Green, there might be a bit of a field there, so you might get a bit of a breeze for a, uh, for a windmill. Maybe the there's... Uh, you've exactly. got a water mill near the river, near the uh, bay to the river, yep. so... It's exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically, yeah, between, between um, slightly more open fields and the, the lake itself. So it's got a breeze that travels right the way through that whole space. Um, which is, yeah, it smells quite fragrant in different ways as you're sort of moving through, as they're clearly grinding up some spices in some places and flour in others like it's it's quite a nice nice smell um Mm. but it's actually not that difficult for you to find the gathering of people uh in support of prevost as you're sort of moving through these warehouses um you catch sight of banners with his uh black winged black panther um on them you uh, start seeing more and more people wearing little rosettes as they're moving around um, and you kind of follow the crowd to come to uh, like an open courtyard space in which a small platform has been set up um, as we're nearing mm-hmm. Orin will just say to the others um, should we put these on or are we just going in as uh, interested observers he's got out the ten uh, badges that uh, ten were made for them <laughs> were given to them by the caravan Gwendolyn takes one and says when in Mildock <laughs> <laughs> yeah it can't do any harm Juna yeah. takes one okay. as well yeah I think you will take one I'll put one on and then I'll put one on Aggie <laughs> oh. yeah I'll have one too Juna goes to put one on Ruana realises she's not there and goes oh, <laughs> oh Ruana um, so yeah you kind of uh, find a nice space in the crowd where how close to the platform do you want to be there's it's not packed just yet but you get the impression with more and more people arriving that one it looks like he's got quite a few supporters in the city but also it how how much do you want to hear him would you rather be close to the stage further back uh fairly close i personally yeah yeah mm-hmm. can, I, can i just make a suggestion guys which is like you don't want to be too far in it because otherwise like you know it's opportunities for people to like you know go through pockets and things like that we just want to have like a little bit of space around us just in case 
we stay on our guard. Yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, this guy is like, you know, he is considered by some an agitator. And you never know what's going to go down these things. Like, just from experience, like, in these large crowded places where there's lots of people, there's lots of crime, there's lots of chances for things to go wrong. Yeah, have have a route out. Yeah, always have an exit strategy. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, And as, yeah, as you're sort of talking, Gaius, like, you're kind of you're gesturing to the fact that there are not a lot of guards, but like all around the uh, like the edges of the courtyard, there's probably about 15, 16 guards. Mm. Just keeping an eye on the crowd mm. for that very reason. So we kind of want to be like near the front, but like to the side of the front. Yeah. So yeah. like yeah. I, it mm. would be quite useful if I don't know how near we can get to the platform, but if we were within 30 feet of him, it does mean that I can, and she sort of just taps her temple, if that's what we want to do. Yeah, and since if you're in, if you detect that you're doing that, you're in the, it'll be hard for him to pick you out being in the crowd. If I do it on, if I do it on surface level, he won't know, but we can just sort of see how it goes. That's going to be a lot of voices well, in your head. Except Thorn, yeah, wouldn't that be dangerous? Like, we're in a crowd and you'd hear surface thoughts of everybody, everyone in the vicinity. Wouldn't that hurt you? I've never tried it. <laughs> Can you focus it? choose uh, i've never tried it with this many people around <laughs> me so i'm quite happy to try i assume i can stop it if it gets too much yeah give it a go why not um so yeah you kind of position yourself not like at the front of the crowd but like you know a, a few people back just to the side um sorry you can also target one creature ah, so nice so i could yeah. target i, I believe you kind of get a beat on how many people there are around you. Yeah. And then can like try to pinpoint one. Zone in. I can hone in. Gwendolyn's going to kind of be like, as she's moving, kind of absentmindedly, but on purpose be like swinging her umbrella just to kind of be keeping a bit of distance from others. And then in the other hand, she's going to have uh, secretly have one of her sharp hairpins. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. I think Orin is on the watch for any sort of pickpockets, having been alerted by Guy to the fact that that is definitely a thing. And with <laughs> um, he can't lose anymore. Yeah, <laughs> with the recent loss ringing in his mind. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and and the not too like still quite recent loss of the caddy as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Gwendolyn is keeping her money in her cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, in which case, Orin, do you want to make a quick um, perception check? Yeah. Just around you, yeah. I'll say because you're particularly aware yeah. of it. Guy looking at Gwendolyn will be like, nice one. And we'll put his coin purse next to his coin purse, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm going to flash of genius that just because it wasn't great to get it up to a 13. <laughs> okay, okay. You're keeping like yeah, a 13 kind of watch. Um, you don't see anybody cool. nearby, and especially with Gwendolyn swinging her umbrella, people are giving you a, yeah, yeah. a wide space. Ikiru <laughs> will um, keep an eye on the guards, um, just checking around, see where they're positioned, what they're kind of get a read on what they're. Yeah, is. they um, from looking at them again, most of their attention does seem to be on the crowd itself. Um, you get the impression that perhaps these talks have gotten a little bit raucous. Mm. Um, in the past so they're kind of like just keeping aware of people but also at the same time you do catch like little bits from like the closest guards to you 
that going, yeah, well, I don't think he's saying anything that's uh, that's incorrect. Like, maybe we should, you know. And so you get the slight impression that even though they're here to do their jobs and keep the peace, some of these guards might be on Prevost's side. Nice. Is there anyone, probably in our immediate vicinity, who looks really nervous, like really anxious about being there? Uh, you can make a, an insight check to the people around you if you like. Uh, 15. 15. Um, not nervous. Quite a few people seem quite excited that they're about to hear him talk. Okay. Just checking. Um, yeah. And, and the crowd itself, does it sort of look like the kind of similar vibe to the people that we saw in the caravan? Yeah, 100%. You don't necessarily see any of those exact people, but yeah, you get the impression that it's definitely predominantly his supporters with some kind of curious local workers as well that have kind of just popped along after lunch or after their shift or whatnot. Um, Akili would so I looked to Gaius and like drop his voice a bit. I'm like, I got word earlier that the Hex are in town. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I could even get their ear if we, if there was anything you had in mind or anything that comes to mind later on in terms of finding out anything or possibly interfering just as an option for now. Um, my sort of vibe, buddy, is that I stay away from those people when possible. I mean, it's good to know where they are, so I know where not to be. Mm. Um, but in terms of, you know, being one of the ants in the anthill, I don't want them to necessarily know that I'm one of them. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like obviously, if stuff hits the fan and we need their attention, sure. But if we can help it, and you know, with recent discoveries, I'd I'd rather we just like don't we keep our profile to ourselves unless we need to expand and find out more. Sure, uh, glad to know where you stand with that. Yeah, thanks though, buddy. Appreciate the uh, the uh, heads up, as it were. Yeah, and um, he'll. He'll pat his arm, but then he'll just grip it, maybe a bit longer than intended to, and then just, just, just let him go. As you um, all wait there in the crowd, it continues to grow to the point that it's almost, everybody's almost getting a little bit agitated just in the fact that they have to wait and some of them have already been there for an hour and they just kind of want to get on with their day, but also hear Prevost talk. Um, and there starts to be a small like grumbling throughout the crowd that gets the guards on edge but from a sort of one of the warehouses um behind the the platform uh there are some doors that open there um and the crowd kind of get a little bit hushed some of them like some excited whispers and the first set of people that come out are kind of noble looking they they're not necessarily showing in, in any way but they're clearly of of wealthier stock um and they kind of uh they gather uh, behind the platform and to either side um, just talking amongst themselves and among them is Kasula <gasps> oh! Oh! Oh, and as Timon uh, Prevos walks out of the uh, out of the doors and up the small steps to the, the top of the platform there is a cheer from the crowd and that's where we're going to end the episode. Oh my god! Oh my you get god. remind me who's Casula again? Is my mentor, my stepmom. Oh shit! Is she, wait, is she there? Kind of like 
does she look like she's there in body car, bodyguards like presence? I'll tell you next time. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you have been listening to David Knight as your dungeon master, Ben Galpin as Orin, Chris Watts as Gaius. Daryl Bailey as Enkidu, Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn, and Vicky Gaskin as Juna. Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe, and follow us on all social media. Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.